Welcome to the Supplier Diversity Podcast Series, hosted by SIPS and Mayank Shah, founder and CEO of MSD UK. I'm delighted that I've had the pleasure of working with Mayank and MSD UK recently, and I've launched the Supplier Diversity paper shown on screen. We'd really like to bring this paper to like, so we've asked Mayank today to answer some questions from SIPS members to share his tips and insights with you throughout this podcast series, which we hope that you enjoy. We've got three questions for you today, Mayank, um, so I look forward to hearing your insights. The first question um, our members are really keen to understand in a bit more detail is, what is supplier diversity? Hi, uh, so good to be on this podcast, and I think uh, supplier diversity is becoming uh, more and more important as we live in a much more diverse uh, communities and uh, and most of the large organizations purchasing organizations uh, work in a multicultural society so why supply diversity is important and what is it it's about having a inclusive procurement policy and strategy and practice and by inclusive procurement i mean looking at every single option that is available to make your supply chain more competitive, much get more value out of that. And for that, as a sourcing professionals, you need to reach out to every single option available in the market. So supply diversity to me is not just a box ticking exercise. It's not a social issue that you are trying to resolve. It's a good procurement practice that adds value to the bottom line. For me, supply diversity is about uh, ensuring uh, that uh, for every sourcing activity, everyone gets a chance and you look out for every single available option uh, available in the marketplace and ensure that most of the underrepresented groups, underrepresented business groups, get a seat on the table and open the door and create a level playing field. That's what supplier diversity is. It's not about positive discrimination. It's not about preferential procurement or it's not about quotas. It's about opening doors, creating a level playing field for everyone, whether they are small businesses, minority owned businesses, women owned businesses, disabled owned businesses and make sure that everyone gets a fair share in bidding for the work. And as procurement professionals, you get the best available option that brings innovation, that brings competitiveness, and that adds value to your supply chain. Thank you, Maya. That's a very comprehensive way of talking about supplier diversity. And I think lots of our members are looking at this as a topic so really what are the value what is the value that supplier diversity um, brings and how how can people realize the value that it can bring in their businesses i think that's a very good question uh, I, you know i've been practicing and championing uh, supplier diversity for the last 16 years and uh, one of the things that I learned from experience from running MST UK, engaging with more than 100 uh, global corporations and more than 
5,000 small businesses owned by minorities, one of the things that I have found is that uh, supply diversity needs to be looked as a commercial necessity. Uh, it has to be looked into what sort of value it brings to the bottom line. And I think a diverse supply chain where uh, you engage with people from different backgrounds, offering new ideas, different ideas, what it does is, first of all, it drives transparency. Being an inclusive, uh, driving an inclusive approach in procurement um, makes it very transparent. Uh, it brings innovation. Uh, by reaching out to underrepresented groups and a wider pool of suppliers, it attracts new innovative ideas. But also, it drives competition because typically in a large organization, you, as a sourcing profession, professionals, uh, you are dealing with strategic buying most of the time. And the whole 80-20 rule applies where, you know, 80% of spends goes with 20% of supply. So much more strategic. And there's always this whole issue around, uh, you know, being risk averse. But by, by just consolidating your supply chain and not looking into uh, other options and smaller suppliers, uh, you are not driving competition. Uh, whereas if you include small suppliers into that mix, it drives competition. Uh, it also enhances your brand reputation uh, because uh, it's, it's interesting that we all talk about the next generation, the millennials. And there is evidence that the, the next generation uh, young people are looking at global brands who add social value who make an impact on and address some of the social issues. And you get more brand loyalty from them. So as large organizations, purchasing and procurement department becomes part and parcel of uh, how do you ensure that your brand uh, resonates uh, with the aspiration of the young people. So by being open, transparent, inviting uh, underrepresented businesses, inviting innovation, you are trying to, and you're contributing to that brand reputation, enhancing brand reputation. And finally, I think what, uh, what is also important is by engaging with smaller suppliers, they tend to be more local. And by engaging with them, you are supporting the local economy that creates wealth, that regenerates, uh, you know, and creates more jobs in the local economy. And by doing so, you as an organization become part and parcel of that local community. And that actually, on a, in the long run, impacts on the bottom line. So that's, those are some of the drivers and the value that Supplier Diversity Initiative brings uh, to the organization and to the corporate brand. The initiative's of huge value then, and it's quite diverse in terms of its impact, um, isn't it, Mayank? So, and I think what's clear is it's not just a procurement initiative, is it? Um, it needs to be more widespread in the organization. So I think what a lot of our members are trying to understand is how do I really make this work in my organization and how do I drive it forward? Um, so I don't know if you can give us some insight into that. 
I think, yes, you're right. Uh, if really uh, organizations need to benefit from supplier diversity programs, it needs to be embedded across the organization because, uh, you know, 80% of, uh, you know, this is, this is like an uh, evidence that I've read from procurement papers is that in many organizations, majority of the purchasing happens outside of purchasing where uh, you know, category managers, business managers, uh, business stakeholders also make buying decisions. Uh, it may not be relevant for everyone, but there are you know uh, many organizations where still purchasing and sourcing happens outside of uh, purchasing departments, and that's why uh, it is important that supplier diversity is embedded as a corporate initiative and not just procurement initiative. But how do you make it work? Because Procurement worked under so much of contrasting, uh, you know, pressures. It's about cost savings. It's about uh, consolidation, and then supply diversity almost talks exactly opposite to what consolidation means, cost cutting means. But what it does is drives innovation. It drives new ideas. It brings in new ideas, and the only way this can work uh, is to have a very integrated approach to supplier diversity. Yes, you can have a very clearly defined supplier diversity policy in your contractual terms and conditions, uh, in your tenders, in your RFPs, so that the, the suppliers, the large suppliers that are putting in those bids understand the value and importance of supplier diversity. But I think more important is to drive supplier diversity throughout the organization, you need not only just senior leadership commitment, but engagement. Uh, it's very easy to get a statement from a CEO or senior leader supporting supplier diversity, but the more they're getting engaged in dialogue, in communication, it becomes much more easier for the business to follow that. And it has to align with corporate strategy and corporate mission. Uh, and once you have done that, the only way you can deliver it is by having a really good resourcing and implementation plan. You know, you can have a really good program, but if it's not well resourced, if there is no proper implementation strategy, uh, it's not going to work. And then, as I mentioned, it's important that stakeholders, key stakeholders get uh, uh, involved in this, support this. You need to have the budget holders, uh, whether it's marketing, whether it's HR, whether it's uh, resourcing, facilities management, you need to have the budget holders also understand the value and, get, and buy into this whole program and participate effectively. And final couple of things that really makes supply diversity work is once you have done all these things, the celebrate your success. Uh, it's important to communicate uh, so that it inspires others to do the same. You communicate good stories, tell the story, why it is important, but share case studies, share success stories. And finally, and I'm a great believer in this, you know, what's uh, measured gets done. So have some measures, have some reporting, and reward procurement professionals for delivering a good job. Link their pay and annual performance 
uh, with supply diversity efforts. So those are some of the things that you need to have in place to make sure that you know supply diversity brings the most benefit to the organization. Thank you, Mayank. I think there's some great tips there. And I think whilst you've talked about how procurement, procurement can help initiate supplier diversity and raise it, it is very much about getting buy-in, isn't it, at that very senior level and embracing that and embedding it throughout the organization to truly realize the benefit. And then when you do see the benefits, to really celebrate that success um, and what that has delivered and what that's brought to the organization so thank you so much for those tips i think it's really started to bring the report to life that we've done and um, i really hope our members download the full report um, which is available at www.sips.org forward slash supplier diversity um, which covers all of what we've covered today and a whole lot more and further resources so thank you for joining us today and we hope to be able to bring you another um, podcast in this series with procurement and maybe a supplier in the future. Thank you. Thank you.